0: Movies are my entire life. I need to watch movies like I need to breathe air.
1: You guys finding everything okay
0: today? Uh, do you work here? No, I just wanted to give you a hard copy of my resume. I'm very good at beginning with the end in mind, which for me is going to uh, NYU Tisch School for the Arts. I just don't understand why you won't apply to Canadian universities. <sighs> because I don't want to be like a Canadian filmmaker. What about Adam McGuire or David Bowen?
1: Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Cronenberg, oh my God.
0: Well, it's time again for another thanks telefilm. It's me, Lindsey Campbell, and my lovely co-host, Mark. How are you doing?
1: I'm great. You know, you picked a great movie this week, and uh, it's raining hard outside. And I'm sure the whole city of Edmonton is engulfed in rain. So, you know, all you got to do this weekend is uh, slide up to on the couch with a big, heavy blanket and watch movies, right?
0: It is a perfect weekend for movies. Absolutely, it is pouring outside.
1: So I, this movie, I want to actually just give one quick intro. We just, uh, before our podcast began, we were talking about Edmonton International Film Festival, and I saw five minutes of this movie, uh, when it was at EIFF last fall, but I wasn't able to see the rest of the film other than the five minutes. So uh, I have to thank Lindsay on air for getting me back to watching this film, uh, that I had the privilege of watching.
0: I'm so glad that you got a chance to see it. (laughs)
1: Why do, do you want to give everybody the synopsis and kind of the name and the direct the director and uh, kind yeah. of drop it for them?
0: Yeah, you got it. So this this time around, uh, as we always like to shake it up a bit and not always talk about the um, questionable <laughs> products of uh, thanks Telefilm, but this time I picked something that I think is incredibly enjoyable and fun. I picked a film called I Like Movies. I Like Movies is about A somewhat awkward 17-year-old cinephile who desperately wants to go to NYU to become a filmmaker, but of course is from small-town Ontario and has a part-time job at like a blockbuster, essentially.
1: This film, it actually premiered at the TIFF, Toronto International Film Festival, in 2022, but kind of got a larger Canadian theatrical distribution in March of 2023 this year. And the filmmaker, uh, her name's Chandler Levac I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly. She won uh an emerging filmmaker award actually in at the Calgary International Film Festival. So it was nice to see, you know, that the film's uh getting some recognition kind of across Canada. And as I as I kind of mentioned earlier, was I got to see five minutes of this film. And you know, when I did watch it, I kind of actually thought it might be like a 2023 version of American Pie. But then when I watched uh, the film and I was like, whoa, this is far away from anything of the exploits of Jim and Stifler. It, it certainly, it goes full Canadian and uh, certainly addresses a lot of kind of uh, social issues. And um, and actually, there's some fun moments in the film as well, you know, with, with the main character, Lawrence. But I kind of thought, Lindsay, and this is kind of where I wanted to first start, was I thought the film was very synonymous kind of with the opening of the social network from 2010, you know, when Mark Zuckerberg and Erica Albright are having a drink inside a bar and Mark is kind of spouting his knowledge at her and he's basically talking down towards her and he's very much a narcissist. I kind of felt there was a lot of tones from, from that film within I like movies because Lawrence, he certainly is this young man who's a cinephile and, most of the time he's talking down to people and and he wants to kind of same thing spout his own film knowledge uh towards the world and you know people just don't understand him and and the brilliant genius that he is or the brilliant genius of the work that he admires
0: yes i i honestly have to admit that if um there was ever a film that i could really really relate to <laughs> This is it. I basically was Lawrence, although probably hopefully a little less irritating and narcissistic. But but uh, oh, oh, poor Lawrence. You know, he just wants to be a director. He just wants to make movies. I completely understand. I also could not afford to go to any American university. I really wanted to go to Ithaca, but it was like 90 grand in the 90s to go there per year. So I, I got a lot of feels for for young Lawrence and his love of films, but also I just really appreciated how kind of awkward and like you said narcissistic <laughs> young Lawrence is because it 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 brings a lot of comedy to this film in kind of a not too much of a cringy way but a little bit cringy but i i i appreciated the dynamic that it brought to the friendship he had with his best friend who i thought was wonderful that young actor both of the young actors but um the kid percy Hines white that played matt i just thought was absolutely wonderful in dealing with this narcissistic self-centered cinephile who's just practically unbearable and uh, all he puts up with
1: and, you know, too, I thought the first 45 minutes, so, you you know, hopefully everybody, as they listen to this episode, that they go check out I Like Movies uh, from 2023. Lawrence, as you were saying, he's a cinephile, and he's also dealing with, you know, you could say some mental health issues and depression. Um, we kind of learn later in, in the film that his father committed suicide. So that, you know, is obviously a big contribution to, to how he looks at the world and presents himself. Uh, but the one thing I did appreciate, too, is I think such as myself and somebody like you, Lindsay, and, you know, all the other cinephiles in the world, you know, movies are his safe space. It's kind of his language of love. It's it just happens. They make sense to him. And there's some there's some good scenes, too, like I said, in the first 45 minutes where you know, he's able to kind of, you know, work at the video store and he wants to kind of do the the recommendations by the clerks of, of what films he should be watching. And, you know, we've all been there, you know, you kind of think of what, how Quentin Tarantino was, he was infamous for working at a, you know, a, a video store. And, you know, they just want to tell people, you know, what great films exist in today's world. So, I mean, part of it, I was very relatable to him. And then I think Chandler Levesque, she also does a great job of kind of, you know, basically kind of exposing his soul and you know his thought process and a lot of a lot of the problems he has and i mean we're all super awkward too as well in high school so i mean imagine also having to navigate kind of the pitfalls of of what high school brings to us and
0: also uh, what we think the world expects of us you know he really wants to fit in especially with the other video clerks and i thought the entire cast was just incredible by the way like all of the other people that played The clerks at the video store were fantastic. And I thought it brought a lot of balance to Lawrence's narcissism and self centeredness. And it really balanced with this other sort of view of yeah, we like movies, but like we have other things going on. And that's what makes a healthy human being is to have other interests and to take interest in other people. I think a huge lesson in this film for Lawrence is that he needs to start asking other people what they like. absolutely, What they want and to show interest in that. And that's a huge hurdle for him as is for so many people in high school. You know, when you're young, you just are so enthusiastic about figuring your own self out that you kind of forget to care about other people.
1: One of the also themes of the film, and I think you talked about it earlier, is kind of like, you know, I don't think Chandler she presents kind of an overt anti-Canadian sentiment, but it's not really the message of the film. I don't think she's anti-Canadian at the core of the film, but it's like the little things, as you had mentioned earlier, like he wants to attend an American school. Right. And, you know, it would cost, you know, probably six figures to get into this, american school i do have to say though the funny thing was was i i often go on kind of that deep dive rabbit hole of like looking up directors and i find a lot of more of the great directors you know come from the west coast you know kind of the ucla usc yeah. and yeah. the afi so i kind of was just like you know i just had a kind of a little smirk on my face kind of thinking of the east west divide of, of you know whether it's in canada or the united states so that kind of made me uh smile but kind of back to the anti-canadian sentiment too you know you also look at kind of, we talk about the education system isn't good enough for Lawrence to attend to. He also even calls out Canadian filmmakers like Adam McGoin and David Cronenberg. You know, they're just not up to snuff of somebody like a Paul Thomas Anderson. And then as well, you know, I also thought to his mother, you know, and I thought she was great. She was played by Krista Bridges. Uh, she played the character Terry, her mother, and she was you know, she presents to Lawrence, you know, she wasn't able to pick her career. You know, she was just basically predestined to have to work as a secretary and she didn't have many choices. So I kind of thought all these ideas of kind of the anti-Canadian sentiment, it was presented by Chandler, but it wasn't, I think, the core of the message. I think, obviously, it's kind of that identity of who we are as Canadians and are we ever, you know, happy with it? Or are we ever satisfied where we are as a country? So certainly, I think there was quite a complex message kind of at the core of the film. But I thought she did a great job also kind of being able to tell it through, you know, a young 17 year old cinephile, you know, in high school, which was which is a tough, tough thing to do. Uh, in, And making a film, right?
0: Oh, absolutely. I think she really balanced nicely this sort of thing that a lot of people go through i know i definitely like i said i wanted to go to ithaca college in new york uh east coast filmmaking (laughs) um but couldn't and just the the whole idea of this canadian sort of working middle class of well it's good enough you should be happy for what you have you know carlton carlton's just fine you're lucky to pursue anything that you want because a lot of people do not have that luxury you know whereas we're fed we we watch predominantly hollywood films way more than canadian films and so we do see that sort of glamorized you know everybody gets to go to fancy college away from home and live in dorms and all the all the stuff that doesn't is not really part of the canadian university experience so i thought that it it kind of yes it was a little bit of a anti Canadian but I think it comes around back to you know what it's just it's just fine it's perfectly fine to be
1: here exactly very true some of the other things I liked about the film too Lindsay was uh, I was glad you recommended it but you know certainly uh, there's some Canadian music in the film whether it's the the opening scene you know a little shout out to Canadian hip hop with swollen members uh, comes on kind of in the opening credits but I didn't realize this but also uh, for everybody, you know, I'm sure the Deers have been a staple on CJSR. One of the clerks at the Blockbuster, you know, video store is one of the seniors from the from the Canadian band, The Deer. So that was kind of cool, you know, you know, kind of seeing uh, this display of, you know, not just art, but also kind of music that was incorporated into the film as well.
0: Yeah, it was really a delightfully, incredibly Canadian film Um I found, I enjoyed it on par with The Exchange, which we watched a while ago, which also was about an awkward teenage Canadian boy who did not really enjoy being Canadian until he had something to compare it
1: to. Absolutely. What about, too, I, I guess we haven't, we've spent this whole time talking about, you know, Lawrence and and kind of the classmates, but I guess the other star of the film, her name's Romina Dualgo from, yes. hopefully I'm giving her correct pronunciation she plays Alana and she plays uh the manager of the store and you know I kind of thought the role was going to be I guess in a way she was a bit of a mentor to Lawrence but in a way she's also a bit of a love interest and she kind of puts on all these hats at once but um you know I don't want to give too many spoilers but you know there is a scene in the film that I thought was incredibly well performed and certainly relevant um she talks about her experiences going down to Hollywood and you know, how she's kind of distaste the industry and and really kind of turned her off. And, you know, you'll have to watch the film, but she was great. I thought she was brilliant. And actually, great casting by Chandler and probably the casting director. I thought those two really were able to play off each other.
0: Yeah, the scene you're talking about is, is really well written and well performed. I also thought that, again, she brought, that character brought this nice balance of Canada's just fine. Maybe what you, like the grass is always greener. You think that's what you want because that's what you see, you know, in all the movies. And that's what everybody else seems to have done. But it's not maybe quite what you think it is. And I thought that brought a nice balance to the film as well.
1: Absolutely. And and probably if we could maybe bring everything full circle, you need kind of like in every great film, whether it's Disney or, you know, an action film, whether it's, you know, some type of drug dealer or you know the evil witch or whatever I kind of felt uh, you know the climax of the film was it was the corporation you know it's when the area manager comes in to basically you know have a sit-down session with both Olana and <laughs> Lawrence and really the area manager represents the corporation and how they just don't understand life and certainly can't you know hear the issues that are presented to them and they have more just let's keep the peace here. Let's not rock the boat. You know, we're, we we want to make sure that everybody is satisfied in the end with the conclusion. So, uh, you know, I enjoyed that part immensely.
0: I, I enjoyed that as well. It's a great scene. And I just love how Lauren to Lawrence, he thinks, but I'm so passionate. This is my, I love movies. I know everything about movies. I'm such, I could be such a good clerk. I can recommend things to other people but that, that that's not the bottom line of the video
1: store. <laughs> no, it's not, not at all. Not yeah. at all. a hey, profits over everything else. Right. So. Yes. Any so, other final thoughts, Lindsay, on the film on, I like movies from the wonderful debut of Chandler Levac? Well, I know
0: that this just recently uh, became available for streaming. So I highly recommend that people check it out. It's so enjoyable. It's so fun and funny. And uh, I could really, really relate to it, especially if you love movies and, you know, you want to have a nice, good time and see something that's Canadian, I highly recommend this movie. This is a straight up thank you, Telefilm. Thank you for giving money to this thing because I loved it. It's one of my favorite things I've seen this year so far. And I can't wait to see what um, Chandler Levesque comes up with next because this was her directorial debut uh, for Feature. She's only made music videos and short films.
1: Yeah, I would I'd definitely say, I hope some prominent producer listens to our podcast and uh, <laughs> backs up the truck and drops some money into her lap to really keep exploring her visual style and her artistic style. I, I also want to say one other thing, you know, I always like to take away things on a personal level of the film. And I just have to say thank you, Lindsay, because I often talk to my older son. You know, I love both of my boys. They're both perfect, obviously, in my eyes. But uh, the, my older son's quite the talented basketball player, and I always talk to him playing in the united states and while i was watching this film i was like you know geez there's no reason he can't play at you know one of the universities in canada and that's just as good and it's just as great and you will thrive just as much and as you said the grass isn't always greener on the other side and we need to appreciate what we got in our own backyard whether it's you know going to go play basketball or watch great canadian filmmakers or you know just everything we we love about this country and and thank you telefilm for for making these type of films
0: I think it is so Canadian to sort of resign ourselves to this uh, perceived mediocrity of, I, I guess it's fine. It'll, it it's second. <laughs> We're fine. It's, it's the second best. That's fine.
1: <laughs> it just comes with our humble abode and, and, you know, it, I guess hopefully we still are seen as polite and, um, You know, we still want to be viewed on the global scene as being Canadian, which means being friendly, I guess. Right. And as you said, it's just second, second best, I guess. Right. (laughs) Second
0: best is just fine.
1: (laughs) For sure. So as we always like to end each episode, Lindsay enunciates. Thanks, Telefilm. How are you going to do it today?
0: Thank you. Thanks, Telefilm. More. More, please.
1: Perfectly said.
0: Wonderful. I thought I got hired here to talk about real cinema. I
1: love doing it. You guys.
0: So how long have you worked here for? Four years. That's like a really long time. Did you ever want to do anything else, like have a career? I have a career. I was wondering what you thought about me coming to New York. I don't know. When I moved to New York, I see myself becoming like a completely different person. So you're just not going to want to be my friend? Mom, I want to go to NYU. We can't afford you to go to NYU because your single mom is a secretary. There have been some reports of emotional instability. Look, I know that you can tell yes. that, that that Lawrence is not like a, a regular kid. I can. He has serious emotional problems. I, like, can't believe my job is to make you feel good about yourself. You are very privileged, Lawrence! I don't feel privileged! <laughs> it is so depressing to know that I have to go through the rest of my life as, like, me.
1: Maybe you should go to a party.
0: No, no. I like movies.